Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing what you're discussing about what if. What if we talk about your feedback, you know? All that and more of that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And on today's episode, we have in our producer's chair, Miss Melissa Khalil. How are you? Hey, hey, doing good. Malissimo. Malissimo. And we're hitting some what if feedback uh, that was sent to us about this first episode of what if. What do you got, Jeff? Go for it. Well, I am not scrolled down. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we've got Mark Cruz, one of our patrons, said, I don't know if anyone else has brought this up, but here goes. As much as I loved the episode and loved Captain the Captain Carter concept, I think the writers missed an opportunity. Since they had Steve fall from the train, wouldn't it have been compelling to have him become the Winter Soldier? Love you all 3,000. Great idea, except I don't know why they would choose Steve for that project. Right? They'd just be like, oh, this guy's shrimpy. Get him out of here! Right, like, this guy has a good heart. That's the thing about him that we all know. Let's make (laughs) him the Winter Soldier. He can be brainwashed. Yeah. I don't know. That that would be such a joker thing to do. Yeah. I could see, like, maybe if they had coded the Hydra Stomper to, like, only work with Steve, which maybe would have made sense, you know? Like, Howard's like, I only want someone to use my tech if they have the heart like you do, Steve. I'm coding this to only work with you. Like, your DNA or your eyes or whatever. And then, like, so they have to use, if they want to use the Hydra Stomper, they have to uh make him the Winter Soldier. But then he shows oh, up God. as, like, Hydra Stomper Winter Soldier? I don't know. It's a whole thing. Soldier Stomper? Soldier Stomper. I just... The the thought... Super Soldier Stomper. The the way that you said it, the way that you said it of, like, nobody can use this unless they have the heart like you do, Steve, just makes me think, like, his next move is to just rip his heart out. Aww. And then replace it with the... Uh, with, with <laughs> replace it with the arc reactor? We're getting like a, a mechanical heart. We're getting to a real like Terminator salvation place, and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> nobody can use this unless they have a heart like you. And now no one does. Ooh, don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> he like shoves him in the in the suit. It's like you'll be fine as long as you stay in the suit. <laughs> oh, it's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is dark. And then you get this whole like. Uh, I don't know, pushing daisies situation where they're like in love, but they can't touch because he's in the suit, you know? Matt! Uh, Matt, stop! Why Why can you never let Peggy and Steve be happy? What have you done? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. This is definitely Marvel. Marvel's the one that keeps making one of them go on ice or to an alternate dimension for 70 years. I didn't do it. This is not my fault. <laughs> And he's transferred his consciousness into the robot suit. Yeah. Because his body has deteriorated after 70 Aww. years. Aww. I really like this next piece of feedback from uh, Kamal Gamun Moise. Let me do my best. Moise. Um, we, we do a thing on uh, Stranded Panda Chat where we, uh, we, we nest comments to make sure they're not spoilery. And so, like, if something's spoilery, we say spoilers, and then we put a bunch of, uh, you know, inter- hit enter a bunch of times, and so we say the, say the thing again. Stranded Panda Chat. Check it out. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Kamal here says, spoilers for episode one. And then he's like, space, 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 space. So you click on see all, and it just says, 
Mmm, thick. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, share that sentiment. Yeah, I had to respond to Kamal. I was like, best comment of, best feedback of the week. Thank you for that. Yep. She's gorgeous, just as she is in real life. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Mm. Beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, love. Wait. Love her. Have you met her in real life, too? Haley Atwell? No, I wish. I mean, could you imagine? I'd be like, what? what is it like? What, 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 what is it like? T- what, tell me. What's it like to be you? What's it like to be you and be in Chris Evans' presence and, you know, you, be able to share a moment? You touched that chest. Tell me. I saw it. <gasps> Let me yeah. be you, Haley Atwell. Like, not only has she touched that chest, that was that was her <laughs> reaction to yeah, it. Her improvisation. Like, she stop it. It's so funny. Wouldn't it, it was just like a wasn't even improv. It was just like she was like, "Oh my, oh right, she I'm acting." Could not resist grabbing her co-star's chest, which is hilarious. I mean, uh, have you seen like, the chest? Yeah, like, under under different circumstances, that could be really bad. But I don't think he minded so much. I think, yeah, it, was, I think, I think it worked out. I think they were like, "Use it, okay. use it." And Joe Johnston's just like, "That was great," and she's like, "Yeah." That was improv. Lost in the character. Totally an adaptation I meant to do. <laughs> yep. That yeah. was, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for liking it. <laughs> that was improvisation, not a reason to cancel me. Improvisation, not a reason to cancel me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, girl, I get it. Right. Like, true. He's, he's a gorgeous man. Indeed. You made a oh, hundred TikToks a- about it. She's yep. beautiful too, and yeah, I'm glad is. they transferred that over to the cartoon version because she is beautiful yeah. as Peggy Carter in like the live action, I guess you would call it now MCU. Mm-hmm. And they did a very good job in yeah. the animation. Totally, yeah, yeah, they did very Disney vibes, like on their like just their sort of relationship. It just made me feel like I don't know, like any of the little love stories in the Disney whatever oeuvre. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. just getting to see her have fun, like getting to see <sighs> the hero have fun and watching her mm-hmm. enjoy having these powers was yeah. like, ugh, mm-hmm. French kiss. <laughs> French kiss, French kiss. I didn't get to say anything uh, on Tuesday night because I was sleeping, uh, so yep. I, I, should, I should probably say my piece about the episode. And I just, oh yeah, a- Matt's corner. Oh, yeah. yeah, Matt's corner. Matt's corner. Come on, guys. Um, I absolutely loved it. Super fun. I loved how much more efficient of a, of a captain, uh, you know, captain than Captain America was. Like, I love how, like, the, the Hydra agent never even made it out of the room. You know what I mean? Like, Steve yep. is like running around, falling over on himself, and she just gets up and just kills him immediately. Uh, the Red Skull never got his hands on the Tesseract, you know, like, or like never got to experiment with it because she just like took it out of his hands that night, you know? Just super mm-hmm. cool, like how they just like made her a better and more efficient Captain. I keep wanting to say America, but Captain Britain, I guess. Um, Captain Carter. Super soldier. Yeah. I love ah. the aerial combat scene. Just, just oh, badass. Oh, oh, Scotty, cool. Scotty badass. and I were saying, like, we completely missed that opportunity to talk about that in, in our episode because, like, he, he said while we were doing the live watch, he typed in the chat, like, that is how you do a montage. Yeah. Cause, like, oh, that yeah. was incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It absolutely <sighs> was. And, th- like, 
I can't just jumping from plane to plane and just destroying a plane at a time with her bare hands was so much fun. And just a shield, I guess. And then yeah. jumping onto Steve's back. Like it's just super fun. Like it's it's like weirdly like Captain America meets Iron Giant, like silliness, and I love it. I just love it so yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of what uh you know, what we would see out of uh Captain America and Falcon if they were working together, or you know, if if uh, Cap and Tony ever worked out their differences, what we would have seen out of him and Iron Man, you know, mm. that that same sort of thing. But, you know, we just we never got around to having that sort of camaraderie between those characters. And now we do. We do get that because, you know, it's like a it's like a uh, an early version of Iron Man. Mm hmm. And a better version of Captain America. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you guys seen the meme going around? Um, no. I already know the one I feel like you're, oh, I don't you're know. talking I don't about. Know. I'm kind of jumping topics a little bit, so maybe. But it's the meme of uh, Peggy Carter waking up or, or coming through the portal and Nick Fury being like, we want the, year, the war's been over for 70 years. And then her saying, does Steve Rogers have a nephew? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. So I've seen it all around. I was like, oh, that's just, that's a fixed point in time, isn't it? So funny. Now, the, so funny. The, the super soldier has to, you know, has to, that's, get, that's a fixed point in time, it's huh? It's weird. It's real weird. I don't like that fixed point in time. No, that <laughs> I don't doesn't like even, it. Doesn't even relate to gravity. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I love the hello from Brooklyn. You oh know, yeah, on the on, arms, oh. on the arms of the Hydra Stomper. He wrote "Hello from Brooklyn" it's on one arm and the other. It's so yep. cool, mm-hmm. just like the the sort of character of Steve Rogers coming through in like a different way. Just super fun, well, and I love that they kept you know his like whole personality too. Like you know he's still the kid that wants to try and help and do as much as he can, even though he's physically unable like even though he didn't get the super soldier serum like there still was another way that he could make an impact mm-hmm. and i love that me too me too and i, lo- I love it yeah, they, he says like um or she says there's it's more than the suit it's like the man behind the suit is more important than the suit and that's that's yeah. all that's who he is and i love it true cap quote mm-hmm. like, yep. that's it uh, really is and she's like you're my hero steve and he's like I see what you did there. You're my hero. You're my hero too. <laughs> I, I got to mention this on trivia this week because I it was the first time I got a chance to talk to everybody since the episode came out. But uh, one of my favorite moments was not on the screen, but I had my niece has never seen anything MCU uh, just at all. And she's just mm-hmm. never seen. So this was her first MCU thing. She's 10 years old. She just, I've, I haven't been all, all that active in her life up till now. And like, now that I'm taking care of her some, I just like, I'm watching it. And she, I was like, yeah, I'm watching a cartoon. Come join me. And, uh, <laughs> and she watches it and it was, it, it warmed my heart so much because in the moment when the ice fell on Steve, she yelled. So the explosion happened. Yeah. When the, when the explosion happened and he gets covered in ice and everything falls from the bridge at the train uh, heist or whatever. My little 10 year old niece, having never seen anything without, before Peggy Carter yelled it, she yells, Steve, no! <laughs> like, she's a smart little lady. Right? She just got like totally wrapped up in the story and yelled. It's like 7 a.m. We're getting her ready for school. She's tying her shoes and she's like yelling. <laughs> Yelling for Aww. poor Steve. How can I focus on school today? <laughs> Look what you've done. 
It was so cool. It's so cool to see her like get into something like that for the first time. Got to give them that emotional trauma early. Oh, and then she goes to school and ruins the story for everyone. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. You guys mentioned like the 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 fact that she's a lady in combat that like that's never happened before, or like in this way, and like that would have been a big deal, and how it was a big deal to these people, and like all the pushback you get from Bradley Whitford's character and everything, but like. The thing I was interested in, like, this is what if, right? So, like, what if this character was, like, the icon of what won the war? Was this, like, feminist icon? Like, what would that do to the culture? You know what I mean? Like, I'm curious if that will be a little, the culture will be slightly different when they do revisit her universe. Because, like, yeah, in season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an interesting point. Yeah. I just yeah we that didn't see, you know, we didn't see the modern time. All we saw was, uh, you know, she showed up, and Hawkeye, of all people, mm-hmm. knew exactly who she was. Sir, that's Captain Carter. Like, and he said it with such reverence in mm-hmm. his voice. So, like, it stands to reason that it, that she could be an icon. Yeah. Oh, she would have to be. I mean, just like Captain America was, you know. And I think yep. that's that's like that's a neat thing to think about, like how the culture would be different if we had an mm-hmm. icon like. Uh, Captain Carter instead of Captain America. Not that we have that in the real world anyway, but we, what well, we do in comic book form, you know? Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me, Melissa, what would, what would life be like? I, I have no idea. I have no clue. Skies would be blue. <laughs> People would be smiling. I don't know. Skies would be blue. People would be smiling. I mean, all I know is, is that if Peggy Carter was some sort of a leader in my life, I think my life would be better. Right. Oh yeah. All of our lives. <laughs> so, would be I guess that's all I can say for sure. Yeah. My I life mean, would be better with Peggy Carter in it. <laughs> I mean, so say we all. <laughs> something something I thought was really interesting and like they really like I feel like this has to be deliberate. To, a deliberate choice about Peggy Carter's character and what she cares it's about. It's all deliberate. Right. Um, so they ma- they made a point of making the dance happen, right? Like the whole theme of the dance was there. They they like they worked around all kinds of dialogue to make the dance lessons important and to make Steve have that like I was supposed to, you got to we got to meet for a dance lesson thing, right? Yeah, but you owe me a dance lesson. She wakes up in 2012, we assume, and like they don't give her I had a date. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's a deliberate decision on maybe two metrics. Like, what does that say about her character that she's less, she says instead, of course I'm happy we won the war. Which does that mean she's just like more about winning the war? Like the fact that she lost Steve isn't the first thing in her head. Like she's more, more concerned with the fact that they won the war. Or does it, was it something that like you don't want to give a female character that line because it's like, oh, it kind of turns her story all about a boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's romantic it's when Steve does it. If, if she did it, it, it would kind of undercut the whole strong woman doing her own thing. You know, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about why they did that so deliberately. Well, they didn't, uh, also have a, a scene in the show where she kisses somebody else in front of Steve, you know, like the way that Steve sure. did to her. Yeah, but then, <laughs> you also only had 22. <laughs> Yes, Melissa had 20, had a face. 22 minutes. What, what was the face? What was the face? Melissa looked like scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, there wasn't, there wasn't that scene of, of her accidentally falling into, you know, a relationship with somebody else. 
sort of, or not, not really a relationship, but like, I guess being seduced by the wiles of somebody else. But mm-hmm. I, like you said, there's only 22 minutes and like, it's, right. it's easy to skip over that. They're picking the most iconic moments and like redoing them, you know? Right. And I, I, I just want to say like, Steve Rogers thinks with his dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? You know he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he kissed that. He kissed the Emily or the Natalie Dormer girl. She kissed him. She kissed him, but he. Went, oh, he kissed he, back. He, uh-uh. he, he went with it, and then I, he goes. I felt like he, he goes for stunned. her niece. I don't think he went for it. He, he was stunned when he was niece. caught. That's true. Nuh-uh. He he was <laughs> stunned when he was caught. He was into it before Peggy Carter hey, got there. No mm-hmm. shame. No shame. You do you, Steve. He goes for her niece. When he wakes up, he's like, I had a date. Like, that man's just thinking with that peen. That's all he's thinking about. <laughs> you're, you're just demolishing character arcs for everybody, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> Got Tony, now you're coming after down. Steve. But tear them all down. Yeah. <laughs> Kill your darlings. Yeah, Destroy yeah, your icon. Kill your darling. Yeah, <laughs> no, what is like, this? Is not, yeah, Tony's not Spartan. Steve's not that good a guy. He's not <laughs> that pure. There's a, a lesson that Jeff wants us to take away from this podcast today. You're like, the world is garbage. Nothing is sacred. <laughs> <laughs> We've been going a long time. we got about 10 minutes left. Let's see these last two feedbacks. Like 10.30 p.m. Yep. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Drew Greg says, hey, straight to Panda family. So I think that What If is a show that could get several dozen seasons. It probably won't, though. <laughs> and once they've gone through every scenario in the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, they might do another kind of story. So here's what I think that could be. What if Edgar Wright directed Ant-Man? It's too soon. What too if soon. All these Disney... <laughs> Yeah, all of these are just way too soon. <laughs> what if Disney didn't fire James Gunn? It's literally just David Ayer's Suicide Squad 2. So that would be such a bummer. At this point, I'm so happy we got that Suicide Squad, even yep. though it delayed Guardians. I love Suicide Squad so much. What if Inhumans was a movie? Would it have been better? I hope so. Yeah. I think it, it had to. It would have had to been. What am I talking there, about? It couldn't be worse. Yeah, it really couldn't. <laughs> What if Disney didn't buy Marvel? Now that's an interesting one. Yeah. When did they buy Marvel? It was after Iron Man and I think it was pretty soon. It was was after Iron Man and Hulk. I know that much. Or the Incredible Hulk. For sure. It was like 2009-ish. Like Iron Man 2 was their first movie. Probably. Well, they were already or in production maybe. for a lot it was, of those, for sure. Yeah, it was 2009. Yeah, so it's right after. Uh, I like how I'm the producer, and I'm, like, I'm the producer, and I'm asking you these questions. <laughs> I've got to read my job description again. Sorry. <laughs> Me and Jeff are both Googling. And you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is my, this is my show now. Something seems so. a little off here. <laughs> Sorry, I'll look the balance has skewed. It's <laughs> really silly. Go on, next one. Sorry. I am sorry. Forgive me, I did not know. It was 2009, by the way. Yeah, for $4 billion. Mm-hmm. It's a steal now. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Hell, they made a movie that made right? half that in the box office. They make that every year now. Like, every right? year in box office. Except for the last two. At least that much. Yeah. I think Disney made, like, $5 billion? In one year recently? That's crazy. It's obscene amounts of money. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
Uh, continuing this little chain from Drew Greg, what if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was canon? It is. Don't even with me, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Try, trying Anthony to start a Greg. fight. <laughs> trying to start a fight, are we? Huh? Just, huh? Think, just make up a middle name. <laughs> I think, yeah. Give, make up a middle name so that you can name. use the full name. Just, just, just make it up. Yep. I like it. What if Sony kept Spider-Man? I don't like that either. Don't like it. That's, what almost, if X- that's almost as bad as a Dylan what if. I don't like it. <laughs> what if X-Men movies were good? Oh, oh no. We actually had like an extensive oh. conversation about that before. Do you remember that? Like what if what if what if they had been so good that when Marvel started we they just started crossing them over, you know? Cuz it like yeah. really they were on a track to be that good. Like the first two are great. And yep. then it just like the third one starts is pretty shaky. And then you get these origins movies and they just get worse and worse. And it's like, yeah, what if they'd kept on that trajectory? Well, they were like, Hey, let's start over. Uh, let's do something completely different. Wreck the team again, though. Like, let's, let's keep that theme. <laughs> like, let's completely do something different. Anyway, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, movies were good. What if John Cena played Drax? Interesting. Do we know for sure he isn't? Super invisibility. <laughs> Can't see me. Yeah. For those that don't get it. Okay. What if Fox owned Marvel? Hmm. And he says, thank you for making this awesome podcast. Love you. 2,999. Drew. Thanks, Drew. Drew, I'm, I'm kind of offended at this last question, especially. Like, Fox has done poorly. With their Marvel properties, I they would not want them pretty to poorly. own Marvel. As like, much as I don't like the fact that Disney owns everything, I think it's bad for art in general. But like, they're kind of doing a pretty good job with uh, Marvel specifically, and also Star Wars, like yeah. to a lesser degree. But like, well, they're doing better depends. than it was doing by itself. It depends on the Star Wars. You yeah, know, their their exactly. series are great. Right. They're all right. The movies could be better. You are wearing a shirt from The Mandalorian. <laughs> do not say, do not even attempt Listen, to say that they're okay. It's a funny Mandalorian shirt. I, I literally had this conversation with Lisa earlier. I was like, I think if it weren't a funny Mandalorian shirt, I don't think I would have the credibility. I'd be a poser to be wearing it, but it's a funny Mandalorian shirt. So it's like, I've seen all the Mandalorian and it's funny. So I'm down. I also have a mm. Grogu Christmas sweater. Like, and it's got baby Yoda on it. How could you not love it? Like, I don't, I don't watch Star Wars things. I haven't watched the Mandalorian, but I would, if it came down to it between baby Groot and baby Yoda, I would use baby Groot as Kindling to keep Baby Yoda warm. Wow! Whoa! Hot that, take. That is dark. <laughs> that is a hot. I just, he's adorable. That, is a that took campfire a turn. hot take. I just quite literally darkness. <laughs> some, some, well, okay. I don't know how we got on this topic. To be fair, to, I don't know. To, to be, be fair. fair, why did you guys lead me down this pathway where you made me say I wanted to kill Baby Groot? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do that. I'll, I'll, we didn't do I'll that. I'll stand by it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I will stand by my words on that. You don't have to kill Baby Groot, though. Like, Baby Groot can make the, the sticks grow from self and then cut them off, and then you got your firewood. I said if it came down to it, though. Yeah. Like, if, some, if, the, if there was a choice she that needed to that. be made, 
I would choose Baby Yoda. But like, because he's adorable. But I don't like it though. I, I I get that, and that's fine. <laughs> you're allowed. You're allowed to not like it. I was just saying I don't watch Star Wars, but like, Baby Yoda's the cutest little thing I've ever seen. I mean, regular okay. Yoda's pretty damn cute already. Like, baby Yoda, adorable just he is. No brainer. Adorable he is. I get it. I see what you did there. <laughs> but Melissa, Melissimo. What about this pop I have here? Oh, um, he's so cute. Here's Rocket. He's got a bobblehead, and here's little baby Groot on top of him. His head bobbles too. It's a mini bobblehead. And then look, oh, he's got, got his little foots there on the back. Little feetsies. Little feetsies. Like uh, I'm not saying baby Groot isn't adorable because he is. He's so cute. But baby Yoda's just got a little extra sum. Uh, he's got that star quality. <laughs> he's got that star quality. You see. <laughs> You're never gonna make it in this town if you can't have that stock quality. I just, I just think you're you're, you're thinking about Baby Groot and Baby uh, Yoda in just like a really narrow-minded way, Melissa. You're like yeah. you have these like you have these beauty standards that you're wanting to put on them. You're, They're you're, babies. Be, you're acting like a Hollywood exec. You're yeah. tearing. Baby Groot and Baby Yoda are both going to be coke addicts by the time they're they're late teens because of you. Baby Yoda <laughs> and Baby Groot are both babies, and they're both they're both fine. They're both wonderful babies, and we don't need to judge them on their appearance, Melissa. <laughs> you haven't even taken the time to get to know Baby Yoda. He's just a hunk of just a little baby hunk of meat to you. <laughs> What happened? Where did this conversation go? I don't what? know. Like, how did this conversation get away from me? <laughs> you did this to us, Melissa. Um, I, I don't know what just happened. You're never going to make it in this town with chicks like that, kid. They got to be pinchable, and you got to have not splinters coming in. I can't pinch those cheeks. I get splinters. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Love that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That took a turn. <laughs> yeah, what just happened? I don't know. Melissa's like, I, I blacked I out. Did I threaten to kill any children? <laughs> hey, Ashley's not here. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> it's one of the many things Ashley and I agree on. Oh, my God. <laughs> that babies are not all that. <laughs> unless they're, okay. Unless they're cute. That's what you're saying. Unless they're cute babies. But most babies look like Martians. <laughs> Truth. Oh, okay. So what's this feedback? Back to what if? Huh? I don't know, man. <laughs> Do we have any feedback? What is life anymore? <laughs> ah, Enrico Versace. That's such a good name. That is a great name. <laughs> Enrico sent us an email. Hey, MCU cast. I had a mostly positive reaction to the first episode of What If... The new story beats were very creative, the action scenes were awesome, and I can't wait to see what they do with her as the series continues. However, can't just stop there, Enrico? Like, why we gotta do it like this? <laughs> However, I did have a couple issues. I found it weird that some scenes in the beginning... Uh, that weren't even affected by her choice still happened differently. Like when Red Skull was looking for the Tesseract, or how Peggy's whole group followed Peggy when she made the choice to not go into the booth, putting everyone outside the booth. It didn't seem like Uatu meant they all made the decision, just her. Could the Red Skull change have had to do with 
the time constraints of the episode, plus the sergeant or whatever, seemed very unrealistic or exaggerated in his thoughts and opinions, even if he was from the 40s. But maybe that's just me, though. Lastly, I felt like something was missing from the character of Peggy Carter in the episode. Let me explain. To me, she seemed pretty perfect, uh, or one note, and it was... Oh, okay, pretty perfect, like too perfect. Okay, I get it, I get it. I can read now. She seemed pretty perfect over one note, and it was hard to connect to her, like maybe her personality was missing. I mean, yes, I am a man. I can't connect directly necessarily to women or someone who is uh, dealing with oppression in the 1940s, but I still thought ScarJo's character was complete in Black Widow. It just seemed to, like to me... The episode focused on her kicking butt and doing well as a cap, but we didn't see much of who she was before then. And maybe that's because Marvel assumed that we already knew who she was and her background uh, from the movies and the show. I watched all of that, and I still feel this way, but maybe it's because I, I watched that such a long time ago? I don't know. I feel like you can't just put a secondary character in the forefront and expect her to get the same love as a character who had his personality or identity shown to us, and then you know, then he took the serum. So maybe that's why I felt the episode mostly focused on her being unbeatable and her action scenes were, mo- were focused on more. Um, did any of you guys feel this way? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Keep doing what you do. Enrico. I definitely hmm. thought the episode was truncated because it is. I mean, they're trying to, they're basically just giving us the highlights of what would happen if this happened instead of that. <clears throat> um, but it does seem that there's a lot of changes that were not related. Like the fact that Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones character is totally missing. Um, he got shot. Wait, in the episode? Yeah, he got shot. Tommy Lee that's Jones? When she, yeah, that's when she was like, no. And then Steve jumped up hmm. and he got shot. And okay. she took out the guy. I missed him. I like he didn't speak, right? Right. Okay. And that's probably why is because Tommy Lee Jones didn't come back, so they right. shot him. <laughs> I, I some some reason I did not see his character in that in that group, but um, yeah, it yeah. took me two watches to to catch him. Okay, because yeah, he was like I've seen it twice, and that was it. Didn't catch him. Okay. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I think that most of this is just related to not seeing the character enough, and those of us who watched. Agent Carter, this TV series, definitely have a greater affection for Peggy than someone who's just in the movies. But even someone who's just in the movies, I feel like her character is pretty well fleshed out in the first Avenger. Absolutely. Yeah. But I will say that her character did feel different after after taking the serum. Like, there was that point where, um, where Stark asked her, like, don't we need a plan? Like, shouldn't we have a plan? And she's like, who needs a plan? I have a shield. And that was very much not something Peggy would have done, you know, before, you know, pre-serum or whatever. Well, they talk about it. Like, you've always been a fighter on the inside. Now your body just matches the inside, like... Yeah, now now the inside matches the outside. Now you're just being a little more brash and a little more of of an attacker. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And it, it just, it feels like... It feels like part of her embracing that physical change was, you know, kind of almost forgetting who she was before with being, you know, more tactical. Like she said, I've all, I always used to be so much more covert or I'm usually so much more covert. It feels like she kind of embraced that, that brash attacker, you know, uh, Captain America or not Captain America, but the, the super soldier, strong person, smash face thing. Like I can't be stopped. So I don't need a plan. And Mm -hmm. it, you know, it feels kind of like that moment in the castle of, you know, fighting against the, the giant calamari, uh, as, 
as Bucky put it, um, like that was probably her humbling moment of like, no, maybe I should be, you know, a little more tactical. Maybe, maybe I do need to, to watch out because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not invincible. Yeah. Just maybe skip 70 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should work on that next time. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Lost everyone I ever loved or cared about. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> the one thing I will push back here for sure on Enrico, like I don't feel this way about Peggy in this, but I, the one thing I, I do think that Bradley Whitford's character was pretty realistic, especially compared to the characters, the way they were, because they were super the same way to Steve, just because he was a single super soldier. And that's something they, they kind of don't mention in this. They say like, you were supposed to stop the war. No, Steve was never supposed to stop the war. This, he was supposed to be like the test case and they were supposed to create a bunch more serum and create a bunch more super soldiers. And they were like, the reason they sent him out on the USO tour is because they were like, you can't make any difference as one man. You need to be, you know. Yeah, this is the way that you can make a difference as an icon, right? But make then, more difference, yeah, yeah. Then, then Peggy, being a woman, everyone in you know in the the crowd would look at her the same way mm-hmm. with you know that oppressive forties outlook of like, what's a woman gonna do? Like, ah, oh, yeah. she's lifting so much weights. Like, obviously, like, she's she's just a gimmick. She's they were a, a, already doing a that to Steve. Yeah. They were already right. doing it to Steve. So add being a woman on top of that in the forties. Yeah. I, this is believable to me. Yeah. So she had to prove herself. I hate to push back on or on anything. And I hate to be like, no, this is how women were oppressed. But you know, the <laughs> man in the, in the two thousands. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like they did a pretty solid job compared to like what we saw in the agent Carter show and what we saw in the one shot and what we saw Mm -hmm. in uh, the, the movie first, the first Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. Like makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And then how, you know, women have still been oppressed as time has gone on. (laughs) Like it's all there. Except maybe not Mm -hmm. in Captain Carter's world. Well, I mean, Maybe she changed the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that, in that verse, it might be. Yeah, I thought you meant like no, in no, the I mean, world where she, like in her mind, she's like, I don't have to be oppressed because. No, no, I'm talking about the, the comments about the culture earlier. We're talking about how it could be yeah. different. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that, uh, that scene in Captain Marvel where uh, the guy was like, come on, just smile. You know, mm-hmm. that, yeah, yeah. And then oh. we see her like with the, uh, the bike later mm-hmm. or, you know, his map and everything like took it all. It is now very well known. Like, and I mean, obviously women have always known it, but I feel like it became well known in the last few years, how not okay it is for you to be like, why aren't you smiling? Like, like you should smile more or whatever. Like that's a very, you'd be cool. so much prettier if you smile. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like that's the one Yeah, that's particularly bad. Cause that's what I'm aiming to do. There's a, there's a Bruno Mars song from his first album. Uh, it's, it's a, uh, whatever a pretty girl like you should always be smiling or something like that is a line in the song. It's just funny oh. how like it slides under the radar cause it's in song and like, yeah. Oof. I have to sing. I sing that song. So like every, every time I sing it, I'm like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> you make that face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get, I throw up a little, just to let everybody know. Not a great thing to say to someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty girl, pretty girl, pretty girl. You should be smiling. A girl like you should never be so blue. Like what? No, she has a full uh, range of motion. Bruno Mars. <laughs> 
She can feel however she fucking feels, man. <laughs> Any more feedback? Uh, no, not on this side. You got anything on your side? We have one piece of what if feedback from the chat. It is from SparkSam85 again. So I think you guys may have mentioned it uh, in the. Uh, what do you guys call it? We Hours What If. We Hours What If, which is 3 a.m. Central. Okay, we watch it at 2 a.m. Central, we record at 3. Okay. Yeah. Or it's 22 minutes now, so we'll probably be recording more at like 2.30 if we can get it going. 2.30, 3 o'clock-ish. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday mornings we for We Hours watch, What If. Then we jump on Twitch, and as soon as we can get going, we get going. I think we need to change the name of the run to Midnight Marvels. Yeah. Easy. Ooh. That's good. Uh, I like it. Anyway, SparkSam85. So in the What If episode, after Peggy gets a serum, they make it a point to highlight how much blood they're taking from her. I don't think we saw this for Steve. Yes, we did. What if this... Sorry. Did they? Yeah, they took a bunch of blood from Steve. They do, yeah. Was it as... I don't know if it was highlighted as much as it was. Maybe not. In this. I mean, he didn't complain about it. Right. Don't mean it like that. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I know that came okay. off like real, real aggressive. <laughs> he went a little bitch about it. <laughs> Sorry. Keep, 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 I know keep, what you keep, meant. Keep, keep, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's a bold thing we'll to say. It, fix it in post. Like, after we're talking about all this feminism. <laughs> we'll prune that one in post. Uh, it is a good point. I think what he's getting at here is that, like, sh- are we going to see more super soldiers in the future of this timeline, maybe? Is that going to what he's agreeing Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if this leads to a weaker Captain America, the six American warriors, I remember them from 90s Spider-Man cartoon or Isaiah Bradley, Marvel said they wanted to bring them back. What do y'all think? Mm. Oh, I, I don't recall that. Six American warriors, what is that? I don't know. You're supposed to be our comics expert here. I, uh, <laughs> he said cartoon. Six American And I have warriors. never claimed to be the comics expert. Like, I read Wikipedia. He knows more times. than Matt is all he ever claims. Which is yeah, very that, true. A low so, bar to clear. <laughs> low bar to clear. Giving it a quick goog, it looks like the six American warriors team up with Spider-Man to stop Kingpin from activating the Doomsday device. Mm-hmm. It was a story in <laughs> one of the Marvel animated shows. Okay. The okay. Spider-Man animated series. Okay. But he says Isaiah Bradley. It, it, this definitely could lead to more super soldiers. I don't know what they're going to do with it. But, like, I mean... Apparently, Steve's blood led to other superhero, super soldiers and uh, and yeah. more experimentation with the serum. So, clearly, this I mean, could too. How else do you have discovery, right? True. Experimentation. <sighs> Our discovery discovery requires. requires experimentation. That's right. <laughs> uh, so many Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. callbacks. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like the Daniel Whitehall. It's mm-hmm. a good one. It's a good one for sure. All right, guys. Well, it sounds like that's about our time for today. Uh, any, mm-hmm. any, any plugs we need to throw out before we he- head off? Um, just trivia, I yeah. guess, on Wednesdays. Yeah. Those of you who, you know, want to get a little bit more involved in the Panda community, we do trivia on Wednesday nights starting at 7 o'clock p.m. Central. Matt will play some songs on Twitch at twitch.tv. 
dot stranded panda it's slash stranded panda tv slash stranded panda tv okay yeah. not confusing at all there you go a little tricky and then seven thirty, we do trivia, which this week's uh, trivia is Spider-Man: Homecoming is the focus movie. Yeah, so it's yeah. a ton of fun. Then we hang out on Zoom after and just you know make jokes and talk about stuff and have an awesome yeah, time. We had a grand time this past week. We really did. We had we so much fun. A lot. We laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And when we say we hang out on Zoom, we mean like we drop the Zoom link in the Twitch bar and just let everybody join in, like everyone from the audience. So if you just want to come hang out with us, it's a really super fun way to do it. Um, we just hang oh, out really? on a Wednesday night. I was laughing about the baby thing earlier today with Julie. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. Uh, oh, yeah. If, really good. if those of you who don't come to trivia or ha- miss trivia last week, go watch the VOD on Twitch for last week's trivia stream. We had too much fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. <laughs> the introduction of Captain Carter uh, to Jeff's life spun us off into a uh, attractive cartoon character conversation, and it was super funny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> had a really good time. It was a fun conversation. Go check out the VOD from last Wednesday's trivia. It was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a great plug. I like it. All right, guys. Well, uh, we're, oh, Bingers Assemble. We still have the Suicide Squad up, but we're about to drop Free Guy in the next day or two. So, uh, we're going to be recording and dropping an episode about Free Guy. So, if you've seen that, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it out if, if you can, if it's safe in your area. And, uh, we'll be covering that on Bingers Assemble. Peace, everybody. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com. 